Welcome back to Quick Bits, covering the week of April 17th to April 21st. One of the stories that I covered going across different live streams was everything that's going on with this crazy billion-dollar FTX lawsuit and a crypto influencer, BitBoy Crypto, and his missed court date. I also talk about a YouTuber's mother who is being sued by her squad and TikTok getting banned. And on the Emily Show podcast this week, I had a sit-down conversation with Gwyneth Paltrow's attorney, James Egan. So let's break all that down quickly. Because, you know, it's the Quick Bits. I'm legal analyst Emily D. Baker. This is the Quick Bits, where I break down just the main points of the pop culture and entertainment cases I'm currently covering on YouTube and the Emily Show podcast. Let's get into it. So talking about all of this BitBoy crypto stuff, if you have not been following along, that's exactly what QuickBits are for, to catch you up quickly. FTX is a crypto exchange that combusted spectacularly at the end of last year, beginning of this year, and is in a massive bankruptcy. There's criminal charges, and there's multiple lawsuits accusing celebrities and influencers alike of sharing this coin, of promoting this coin, of advertising for this coin. So Tom Brady's been sued, Shaquille O'Neal, Giselle Bunchen, and others in the celebrity suit. And then what I'm calling the influencer suit are YouTube financial advice channels like Graham Stephan and BitBoy Crypto. So when the influencer lawsuit was filed, BitBoy Crypto could have filed a motion to dismiss and has some good arguments, could have filed a motion with regard to jurisdiction, joinder. There's a lot of legal struggles that this complaint has. It's nowhere near a slam dunk civil suit. And of all the influencers sued, the complaint is the weakest, in my opinion, as to BitBoy Crypto, which is why it was so stunning what happened next. So instead of filing all of the motions that I just discussed and going to court and saying, hey, get me out of this lawsuit. They shouldn't have sued me anyway and give me my legal fees. He emailed plaintiff's counsel. We know this because the plaintiff's attorney for this class action lawsuit filed asking the court to have a status conference regarding threats and harassment that they were receiving from BitBoy Crypto and purportedly BitBoy Crypto's audience. So the email that was brought to the court's attention in this filing is to the plaintiff's attorney from BitBoy Crypto's email address, and it says, Adam, plaintiff's attorney, hey, motherfucker, guess you do know who I am, bitch. You are such an unbelievably dumb motherfucker that you are leading a lawsuit against me when I never even promoted FTX. Expect a countersuit, bitch. And then it goes on to CC somebody called Steven. Hey, Steven, you didn't tell me your boy here is suing me. He's a toxic ambulance chasing cancer. Thank you, Ben Armstrong. That motion goes on to detail harassing phone calls, threats, and other harassment plaintiff's counsel has received and their office has received. Shortly after that, the court ordered BitBoy Crypto into court in person, shall personally appear. This is before BitBoy Crypto's even had an attorney appear in the case. That was scheduled for Thursday. So BitBoy Crypto took to Twitter the day he was supposed to be in court, sharing that he was in the Bahamas and saying things like, I'm supposed to be in court today. I'm not. Why? Because I don't give a F. Recklessness, sponsored by Stake.com. That was his sponsorship on the post. So all of these tweets have now been um, clipped 
and submitted to the court in a filing of materials for the order to show cause that the court ordered for Monday. So the order to show cause is for BitBoy Crypto to explain why the fuck he wasn't in court. The court filed a 17-page ruling in the order to appear and show cause. I'm going to be covering that on Tuesday because that dropped after all of my coverage for the week. But here's a preview because you're in the QuickBits channel and this is happening the day this episode drops. He was ordered to appear in person and the court said, defendant for Ben Armstrong and his counsel of record shall appear in person on Monday, April 24th, 2023 at 10 a.m. before the undersigned at the courthouse and then it lists it and show cause why he should not be held in contempt for violating this court's April 12th, 2023 order, footnote six. And then footnote six has a bunch of case law about what the court can do if you're held in contempt. The last one saying these civil contempt sanctions may include, among other things, a coercive daily fine, a compensatory fine, attorney's fees and expensive, and coercive incarceration. So they can put you in jail until you do what they want. That is the coercive part. The court goes on to say defendant Ben Armstrong shall immediately refrain from sending harassing and threatening communications directly or indirectly to plaintiffs, plaintiffs counsel, Adam Moskowitz, his family, and his partners and associates at the Moskowitz law firm. Three, and this is in bold. This is bolded because the court is on the find out spectrum of fuck around and find out. Defendant Ben Armstrong's Failure to comply with the instant order may result in the imposition of sanctions, including the institution of contempt proceedings. An order to show cause is an order from the court to show why you didn't do what they ordered you to do. And I don't think, lol, because I didn't wanna and I was in the Bahamas, is going to work in this case. So on Tuesday, I will be breaking down that order and what happened in court the day that this episode's dropped. So you're going to have to follow next week's content as well. Moving on to the other things I covered this past week. If you haven't heard of Piper Raquel, Piper Raquel is a teen YouTuber whose content is kind of David Dobrik's vlog squad meets like Nickelodeon meets uh, the Paul brothers. There's pranks and jokes and my boyfriend made me do this and that. And they have over 10 million subscribers on YouTube. The mother manager or momager of Piper Raquel's channel is being sued by 11 teens who are members of the squad. The allegations range from interfering with the YouTube channels to sexual battery and some really dark allegations. This was set to go to trial last week on April 17th, but that trial date had been bumped till November. So this will be going to trial at the end of the fall with those 11 minors loving some big allegations against Piper Raquel's mother. You might remember this case a little bit when the singer Pink called this out on Twitter saying that Piper Raquel was being exploited by her mother on YouTube and wondering how many other teens were in the same boat. During that coverage on Tuesday, we talked about what this content is made for, who it seems to be made for, and why YouTube demonetized this channel 
for the type of content that's on it and the allegations in this lawsuit. It seems that though there is a teen viewing audience, that this content is also made for a second audience that is not viewing this to learn how to curl their hair or to make jokes about a boyfriend. It seems to be a much more nefarious um, type of content for the adults who like to look at those that are underage. So that was a very heavy lawsuit and conversation on Tuesday. Continuing on talking about teens and the internet, we started talking about TikTok's ban, what the government is going to do about it, if that's a restriction on speech, how this Montana ban on TikTok would even be enforced, if it even can be, and how this will all end up winding its way through the courts. We also then talked about how much data is being skimmed. Is TikTok really a threat to national security? And why the government just keeps saying we should ban TikTok and doesn't actually tell the public what the perceived threat is. But what we're seeing is government and state agencies banning TikTok off of work phones because of how much data it gathers. And we are seeing companies around the globe suggesting that their employees remove TikTok from their personal phones and demanding that they remove TikTok from their work phones. Clearly, there is a growing concern, not just about the information gathered from the app, but where that information is being held and to what end. I think the concerns about digital espionage and blackmail are probably top among them, but also how much access can you get? And the chat even shared that there were universities and other places where you have common Wi-Fi asking that TikTok not be on the devices that are accessing the Wi-Fi and be removed from any devices that are accessing the Wi-Fi. Interesting stuff, but these are growing and brewing court challenges and we are going to have to keep having conversations about what data is being taken and why you won't just tell us exactly what the fear is. And finally, on the Emily Show podcast this week, I had a lovely sit-down interview with James Egan, the courtroom Clark Kent lawyer for Gwyneth Paltrow. We talked about his music on Spotify and the 300,000% increase in listenership over on his Spotify channel what it's like being a lawyer, and really the push-pull of becoming an attorney and also being a creative and loving literature and music and getting into the recording studio. He shared about piano lessons as a kid and what doing this trial was like and seemed to forget that everyone in trial was sick. I was stunned. I was stunned that he forgot everyone in trial was sick. And maybe we had a little bit of a joke about those post-it notes that kept getting handed up to attorney Owens telling him, to sit down. So I'm not going to summarize any more of that here. Be sure to go check that out on the Emily Show podcast on your favorite podcasting app. And if you want to see the video and see James's impressive library that is behind him, go check that out over on my YouTube channel. And with that, I hope this has been quick. It feels quick to me. I will see you in next week's Quick Bits. For deep dives into the stories that I covered here, you can find them on my YouTube channel at The Emily D. Baker and The Emily Show Podcast. I stream every Tuesday and Thursday. The podcast goes live on Wednesdays. And if you want more Law Nerd community, come join us at lawnerdsunite.com. 